I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, I finally started living again. Well, I've got an email here from a viewer who has been recovering from when he first found out about my work. It was after the end of his 13-year marriage. So obviously that's a difficult thing to get over when you come to the realization that your marriage is over, especially something you got a decade or more of your life in. When you look back in your life, especially as you get a little older, you have some life experience. I mean sometimes you lose a job. Sometimes the company you're working for, the job you, you loved, the company gets bought out. They downsize. They eliminate your department. Whatever it happens to you or the company goes out of business or maybe you have a successful business. It's great and then the economy goes in this shitter and all of a sudden now your business is gone. Or somebody that you thought you were going to spend the rest of your life with and raise a family with all of a sudden decides unilaterally that they don't want to be with you anymore or they cheat on you or whatever. Or you start dating a really great girl and you like her and then things for whatever reason go sideways and then you're left brokenhearted. Those are really difficult things to go through. And what you're going to see here in his email is the process that he went through after his marriage ended and how he started dating again and where his attitude is now. He's happy. He's in great shape. Things are going really well for him. Because like when a traumatic event happens like this, what do we tend to do? We tend to sit at home. We feel sorry for ourselves. We don't want to hang out with anybody. We don't want to go out. We want to just hang out and grieve or whatever. And especially if you're missing somebody, you're thinking about what's missing in your life and how that person is no longer in your life. And since you're sitting by yourself or you're at home by yourself and you're thinking about this person that's no longer in your life, that's your reality. That's all you know. You're stuck in an unresourceful state, a fearful state. You're stuck in the past. You're suffering because you want reality to be other than it is that person or that circumstance. You wish it was different than it is but it's not and since you don't accept it, you suffer because what you want and what your actual reality is doesn't match. So especially if you're in a situation where you're stinging from a breakup or somebody cheating on you or you screwed up with somebody really great, the best medicine for it is to get your ass out of the house, going to the gym, just doing something with other, where there are other people and be open to potentially chatting with an attractive woman if you see one. It's just you never know. Maybe an elevator opens or maybe you sit down and you're working out on a machine at the gym and this fucking girl walks by, a personal trainer or a really beautiful girl comes and sits down next to you and you start chatting with her. And literally minutes before you're thinking, oh, this girl, I loved her. It's like it's over and it's never going to work out or she left me for another guy, whatever it happens to be. And you start talking to someone and you're just thinking, wow, who is this? And it just – it can literally change in an instant. Why? Because you're open to it. Because you're circulating amongst other people in the world. You're living your life. Even if it's just a casual conversation with a woman who's fucking stunning. Maybe even if she's married or she's with her boyfriend. Just the fact that you encounter somebody else who's sweet, who's beautiful, who just makes you go, God, it really is great being a guy and a guy who likes women. Because that can completely change your attitude. You think, well, that was really easy. It's just a matter of time before I meet somebody who I feel that way about, who feels that way about me, who's exactly what I'm looking for and who's looking for what I have to offer. And it's going to happen because if you were with somebody that you're no longer with and you're still stinging over the end of that relationship, at some point you weren't with them but yet you still met them. And the older you get and the more you go through relationships and then the down – 
the relationship just kind of fizzles out or goes stagnant or whatever reason it, it ends the older you get the easier i mean those things still hurt but when you when you're young like especially if you're 19 20 21 and you've never had a breakup or you break up with somebody you're really crazy about and then they're no longer in your life it feels like the world's gonna end but as you get a little older and you've been through enough times it does get easier you know you can get past it plus you have life history and life experience to get past it it's just like anything in life. I say it all the time. Something I learned from Tony Robbins 25 years ago. Repetition is the mother of skill. Even dealing with breakups and getting through breakups, the more you do it, the better you're going to get at it. So I've got a quote that I wrote in this topic and then we're going to go through his email and see what he's doing, what he's focused on, how his life has changed from what he's learned from me and how he's applying it successfully in his own life. And so the quote says – one of the most empowering, enlightening, amazing, and successful mindsets that a man who wants to be more successful in life and with women can adopt is one of being indifferent, carefree, happy, bold, courageous, charming, and unattached to any outcome or desire. Most men would love to be more successful with women in their career and in life, but they are not because they have consciously or unconsciously adopted an inferior scarcity mindset a scarcity mindset is rooted in fear and causes them to chase to try and force things and act unworthy of their desires and dreams successful men who adopt an abundance mentality already have too many choices and options and are forced to be selective with who they allow in their lives and spend their time with this causes them to appear to other people who are looking for what they have as being highly valuable, scarce, and causes them to make an extra effort to get their attention in time. I mean, think about it. If you act like a person who has lots of choices, lots of options, and you're having a hard time making a decision because your options are so good, it's kind of like going to an all-you-can-eat buffet with all of your favorite foods in the world prepared exactly the way you like them, and there's just too many good things there to, and you can have a little bit of each, but... I mean you really want to chow down a lobster or steak or chicken or fish or sushi, whatever it happens to be, candy, cake, whatever, your most favorite things in the world, it's kind of tough. Where do you want to start? Which things do you want first? If you come from that kind of a mentality and you think about and you contemplate what it's like to be in that state of abundance and have lots of choices and have lots of options, your body language is going to be different. Your physiology is going to be different. The tone of your voice is going to be different. And you're not going to be in such a rush to make something happen. So let's go through his email. He says, hey, coach, I've emailed you before and I've kept on reading your book and watching your videos every day. After being with my ex-wife for 13 years, I have finally started living again. Right now I'm 37, but I am starting to look like a fucking stud. Good for you. That's great. You're focusing on yourself. You're taking care of your body. You're making yourself more attractive and the more attractive and the sexier you feel, it's going to show in your body and your facial expression. That's going to make you more approachable to women and more women are going to notice you and the more women that notice you, the more choices and options you're going to have. He says, not only that, but following a lot of your advice, I'm getting laid more than James Bond in all of his movies. Sometimes I just send a simple message saying, hey, I like you. If you're free, let's meet sometime. After a few days, I get a response every single time. 
When I started ignoring them or act like I just don't give a fuck if they respond, they always respond. Remember, think about it. Most women, especially beautiful women, have lots of choices. If they have lots of choices with lots of guys that want to go out with them, think about from their perspective the decision that they have to make. They're going to want the most mysterious, the most masculine, the guy who acts most manly and most charming and most sure of himself. And what's an easy way to figure that out? If a girl's got 10 guys basically throwing their dicks at her and they're blowing up her phone, they're constantly once a week trying to get her to go out and she's like, oh, I don't know, I'm not sure. And yet out of all those guys, there's one dude who's like, all right, give me a call when you figure out your schedule. She's she's not going to be thinking about the nine guys that she knows she can have. She's going to be thinking about that one guy who she hasn't heard from. And a lot of women, especially the more beautiful they are, they have to do this. They don't have a choice. They have to use some kind of tactic to discover or to figure out which guy is the best guy to go spend her time with. Because obviously most women can't go out with 10 different dudes in a week unless they don't have anything that they do all day. And maybe they just go to the gym and work out and then that's it. But most women have careers, they work, they have lives, so they might only have time for to maybe go out once or twice a week with a new guy. And if they've got 10 guys that want to go out with them, they're going to want to make sure they go out with only the best. And the guy who's indifferent, who's carefree, who has a take it or leave it kind of attitude, who expresses his interest, he puts his gift out there of what he wants, but she doesn't jump all over it, he's going to be like, whatever. Because if he has lots of choices and lots of options and he's used – if he's got really high standards and he's used to getting amazing women, he's not going to run after a girl who's not like literally jumping at the chance to be with him. So he's going to interact differently than all those other desperate, horny guys that are blowing up her phone. So you think about it from that perspective. That's why this works so well. Another reason why my book is how to be a 3% man because 97% of the guys out there have no clue. And they literally will talk themselves out of any chance of dating this girl. Extend your invitation and then you let it fucking go. He says, my friends are settled so I started going to random bars alone. He's his own wingman. That's, I, I mean, that's, When I used to go out and, and do, do things, drink and party and go to bars still, I mean I don't do that shit anymore. But when I was younger, I, I loved going out by myself. It was great. Even if I was meeting friends, I, it was nice when you didn't know anybody there because you could really be yourself without wondering, you know, especially if you have friends that maybe aren't as good as you or as confident you as you are, especially if you're applying this stuff in my book and they're not open to it yet, there's a good chance they're going to show up and cock block you. And plus, if you've traveled someplace with a bunch of buddies and say you're the one that's driving, you meet a girl, now you got your three friends that you got to worry about getting them home or making sure they get a ride. It's like if you go solo, if you're your own wingman, you don't have to worry about that. You meet a girl, she can come and even if she's out with her girlfriends, now she can come with you in your car back to your place to hang out, have fun and hook up if that's what you're looking to do. He says the first week, I didn't get shit with online dating, same story, but right now I just watch people as they get drunk and drink some myself too. He says, I do a bit of simple touching when I talk to them, just keeping my distance and acting like I'm fine if they walk away to someone else. Total indifference. He just could take it or leave it. 
It doesn't matter to him. He expresses his interest and if they're not enthusiastically receptive, no big deal. He's looking for enthusiasm. Why would you want to spend your time with somebody that's not really crazy and excited to spend time with you? He says, it's their loss and right now I really think that way the moment I turn some of the hottest women down in these bars. He says, man, that's where it started to change. I get girls aged 18 to 28 literally at my feet. Like last week, I was talking outside with two girls about marriage and Christianity and I was like, yeah, I love how you can find happiness in marriage with God and you get my blessings marrying that guy in April, but I don't agree with marriage as I've experienced something else. He's doing his own thing. I mean, this guy was married for 13 years. He's playing the field. He's enjoying himself. He says, I swear, five minutes later, after I ordered a beer, she almost fucked me against the bar, but it was closing time, so the lights came on. Just imagine, some poor bastard's getting ready to marry this girl in a couple of months, and he has fucking no idea the kind of woman he's actually marrying. Think about that. You're engaged to marry a girl, and literally three months, two months before you're supposed to get married, she's dry humping a guy at a bar that she just met a fucking poor bastard he has no idea he's that's a great woman to have an open relationship with a fuck buddy but she ain't marriage material even though she supposedly considers herself a christian she's supposedly religious but look at her look at her behavior she ain't practicing what she's preaching and it's obvious she doesn't really believe in that stuff because look look at her behavior look at her actions he says that moment i was with I was with my hands in her hair thinking, what the hell am I doing? The bartender and I were discussing my mistake. I went outside and then I denied a threesome with two hot chicks and ended up kissing one. I knew they were testing me. She took me home. I swear most of the time I don't even know their name. The moment a girl tells me she's bisexual, I just act like I don't give a fuck because this is the third time someone has said that same story in just two weeks. If you're used to hearing that, if you're used to having bisexual women tell you that they're bisexual and you're used to having threesomes, it's not a big fucking deal. But the average guy that's never experienced like, oh, I've always wanted a threesome. Oh, God, that would be so great. And they just fucking totally change their body language and their physiology and poof. Well, I'm going to run. I got to go find my girlfriend. Hey, it was nice meeting you. And then she's going, oh, but wait, wait. And he's chasing after her, buying her beers all night and hanging around hoping she's going to invite him back to her place with her girlfriend and so he can have his first threesome. But this guy's like, eh, so what? So what if you're bisexual? Doesn't mean if I like you enough and I wanna experience that with you. He's not saying that, but he's acting like a guy who has options, who has to be selective because he's already busy as fuck. He says, usually I would go all up in their bisexual stuff and act like a horny teenager. But now I just say, nah, I don't need a threesome. I get threesomes. He says, yesterday a girl I had already forgotten about texted me asking if I wanted to chill with her and a friend. He says, man, thank you. Really, really thank you. Dude, well, thanks for being awesome and thanks for creating the kind of life that you want because now you can create a great life and be awesome and you're going to impact every single man and woman that you encounter in a positive way. The world is a better place because you're being fucking awesome. That's great, dude. Proud of you. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. 
You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.